If you're worried about what's happening in the market and what it means for your retirement, join us this week as we dive into what exactly is going on and what you need to know in order to protect your life savings from the whims of day traders and overzealous politicians. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. Joining us right now is Label Sternbach. He is Amazon's best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety, and he is also the author of the book entitled Authenticity, Libel, welcome back to this episode of Libel on Fire. Hey, how are you doing today? Unbelievable. Glad to be with you, Libel. And we've got some great things to share with our listeners today. And we want to talk about uh, the market a little bit and day traders. I'm wondering, Libel, if you can start us off by telling us what exactly is going on in the market, because it seems like we're recovering and then we're not. The gas prices were going down and now they're going back up. What really is going on? So what I the way I like to explain this is right now we've got three different opinions of what is happening in the economy and what's happening in the markets, and they're competing with each other. We have on the one hand, we have the Federal Reserve, whose our economy is way too heated up. We've got too much money in here. We've got jobs and people are competing. Too many people are competing for the same jobs. We need to get unemployment to be a more healthy level. And then you've got the stock market on the other side. They're like, no, we want our free money back. We want we want to have more money so that we can invest in more companies. And we liked all this money that we were making hand over fist for the last 15 years. We want some of that back. And then you've got the politicians who are like, we just want to get voted back into office. We want to win votes with right now and basically print money. And they're all pointing and yelling at each other and saying they don't want the Fed to raise interest rates further. They don't want the money supply to get shrunk. They don't want jobs to go away. And the Federal Reserve is we got a mandate here to make, maintain the health of our economy and make sure that our co- country as a whole keeps growing. And we can't do that if there's so much money in the system. And so they're kind of fighting with each other, so to speak, at least opinion-wise, saying, no, it's actually okay what's happening. And until the opinions reach a consensus and we are all in agreement as to what is actually happening in our economy, this is going to keep happening, where the Fed says something, the market reacts to it, and the market either will skyrocket or will tank, and then Congress will do something and everyone else will react, and we're just going to keep having this back and forth for a while. Now, you might be wondering, but label, how is it possible that the smartest people on Wall Street, the smartest people who are running our country's economy, how is it that they do not know what's happening? How is it that this back and forth, this difference of opinion is swaying the markets so much? And the answer to that question is that they do not know. Right. They, the Federal Reserve is looking at data and they're trying to read the tea leaves, but Wall Street's looking at the same data points and the, they're trying to read the same tea leaves and they're like guessing each other. But the problem is that our economy is changing. We've talked about this before on the show of how as a result of COVID, things are coming back home, right? We During COVID, we couldn't, we realized we couldn't manufacture the PPE stuff, right? The necessary medical equipment. We, did, we lost a lot of essential manufacturing capabilities. And right as we're recovering from COVID, what happens, right? 
Russia invades Ukraine and reminds the world that for all the freedoms that we take for granted, for all of this global marketplace that we take for granted, that you can just manufacture things in China and ship them around the world, that is always at risk, right? That this Western lifestyle, this consumer lifestyle, this globalization, this interconnectedness is really it really rests on, it's a house of cards that all it takes is one bad politician. All it takes is someone to say, I no longer want this. And all of a sudden it starts coming unraveled. And that's what we saw with COVID. That's what we're seeing with Russia and Ukraine. And the threat, the concern that everyone has is what happens if China invades Taiwan? What happens if China says we're no longer shipping goods around the world? And so every Western nation looked at the COVID and were like, we cannot allow this to happen again. From a national security standpoint, we need to bring essential manufacturing back home. We cannot rely on a country three quarters of the way around the world, right? Around the world who is under constant threat from a much larger military force. And I'm talking about Taiwan here, right? Who manufactures the vast majority of essential chips for that are used in military appliances, that are used in computers, that are used in everything. And they're under constant threat from China, who China doesn't even recognize them as a separate country. And if China invaded Taiwan, it would be game over for a lot of the essential things that we have. And whether it's PPE or it is manufacturing complex electronics or military hardware, we are bringing a lot of essential manufacturing back home. And what you're seeing is unemployment. Yeah, the tech sector, yeah, Google fired 12,000 people. Facebook fired lots of people, right? They're shedding all of these tech jobs, yet unemployment is still at the lowest numbers since 1969. And it's all as a result of the fact that the jobs are going somewhere, right? There are people are still getting jobs because there are new industries coming about. There are new things happening and there is a new world order that is taking shape and people are still trying to figure out what that means. And so until people know what that means and what that looks like and they can predict it and they can put it into algorithms, we're going to keep having this back and forth in the market. Market's going to go up. The Fed's going to say something is going to tank. A report's going to come out and the market's going to go up. And then another report's going to come out and it's going to tank. And whether the market use the bull run that we've had for the last 14 years or we move sideways for a few years, there, there's no telling what's going to happen. But until the powers that be recognize what's happening in the country, until we have data points that can really articulate, there's going to be this constant seesaw. Interesting. There was recently an interest rate increase indicating that perhaps we're moving in the right direction. So is the economy shrinking level or is it growing? So th this is what I think I think the mistake is, right? I think that the Fed is looking at the economy and they're saying the data doesn't make sense, right? We have jobs are still being created, yet manufacturing numbers are like weird and we've got, but inflation's coming down. And so they're trying to work with the levers that they have and the results aren't being what they want it to be. So they're trying to, they're saying, okay, we need to like taper back a little bit. We're not gonna be as aggressive in terms of trying to get money out of the system. But at the same time, they want the economy to shrink overall, right? They want there to be more employer, employees available than there are jobs. And that's not what we have today. And so I think that the economy is shifting 
I don't think it's shrinking or growing. I think it's shifting. And what we're going to see is that the winners for the last 10 years are going to be the losers for the next 10 years. And that there's going to be new sectors. There's going to be new companies. There's going to be new jobs that are going to take off and that are going to replace what have been the leaders for the last 10 years. Everyone, we're talking with Lyville Sternbach, and we're talking about this economy and I know that some of our listeners were planning on retiring this year. We've spoken directly to them. Do you think the market label is going to recover back to where it was before this correction? That is a very hard question to answer. When people asked me that six months ago, when people asked me that 18 months ago, right? When people asked me that at the beginning of all this, what I told them was, that statistically speaking, when we go back to 1900 and we look at all the corrections that happened in the market, right? On average, a correction of 10% and a correction of 20%, it happens with fear, fear regularity. We can predict it to a certain extent, and the amount of time it takes to recover is fairly predictable. And usually, I would say recovery would be about 18 months, right? You got about 18 months from when we hit bottom until we're fully recovered, uh, that being said, last year, things started to tank. That would mean this summer, things would be back. However, what we have happening right now is it's a little bit in that everything, every crisis that has happened before, every market correction that has happened before has been as a result of some kind of microeconomic thing happening, right? So it's this company went bad. This sector went bad. There was something that was happening was part of the normal market cycle. What we have right now is something more like what we had in the 80s, right? Or what we had in the 90s, where you had all this manufacturing moving around. And when manufacturing left the US in the 80s, right, it didn't come back. It wasn't something that just recovered. We, I think we're going through something similar right now. And I think that until inflation, everyone knows where inflation is going to land. And whether it's something that's with us for the next few years that we have high inflation for a while, or if the Fed can actually tame it, I think until there's some clarity on that, the market's going to move sideways. I think that we're going to continue to have the, where the market priced in that inflation was going to bring down the value of these companies and some of these companies are going to go bust, right? So we went down 20%. And then I don't think it's going to recover for a while. I think that we may slowly return to levels of 18 months ago. How long that will take? Who knows? Could be this summer. It's definitely not going to be this summer. It could be the end of this year or it could be two years from now. And it is very possible that it could take a few years before we're back in an upward trajectory. Briefly, does that mean that retirees who are planning to go out this year need to wait another two to three years? So if you were to use a the strategies, the investment strategies that have held up for the last 15 years, the last 20 years, namely buy and hold, where you buy a low index of fund, right? And you just hold on to it for dear life and you take your 4% and you got your 60-40. If you do that and that's your retirement plan, then you are going to have to delay retirement, right? Because you got to wait for your money to recover. But having said that, I think that you should educate yourself to the fact that there are different market cycles and there are different investment strategies for different cycles. Something that I just saw in the Wall Street Journal, there's a whole bunch of articles about it, that there are these ETFs that have these strategies for sideways markets and that they've really exploded in the last year 
because last year the market was moving down, then it's moving sideways, and people are trying to shift how they're investing. Right. And if you keep using the investment strategies of a bull market, which is buy and hold in a sideways market or in a down market, you are going to wait a long time until you can actually recover, until you can actually retire. The answer to that question is, if you keep doing the same thing that you've been doing up until now, then yeah, you're probably going to have to delay your retirement. But if you shift and you start putting and you start using strategies that are designed for a market that is moving, then I think you can retire and you may be able to actually retire with more money because you know what volatility means? Volatility means opportunity. It has There's opportunity to get in on sectors that are going to be taking off. It gives you an opportunity to get out of sectors that are going down. You don't have to you don't have to ride the roller coaster. You can surf the roller coaster and make out like a bandit. I bet you have a lot of information at yields4u.com. Yep, we got on our website, we got a lot of information. I've got classes coming up. Check out on our website for the upcoming classes that we're going to be talking about these strategies and things that you can do in your retirement and how to really protect yourself and build the life of your dreams. He's Label Sternbach. This has really been insightful. Join us next week as we dive into the question that's really burning in our minds. What does the new Secure 2.0 Act mean for Social Security? I'm Freddie Bell. We'll see you next time. If you would like to see how the Yields for You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at yieldsforyou.com. That's yieldsforyou.com. Or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.